Well, let me read this poem, actually, because I think it's an inspiration to my two next guests. It's by Mary Oliver. Wild Geese, it's called. You do not have to be good. You do not have to walk on your knees for a hundred miles through the desert, repenting. You only have to let the soft animal of your body love what it loves. Tell me about despair, yours, and I will tell you mine. Meanwhile, the world goes on. Meanwhile, the sun and the clear pebbles of the rain are moving across the landscapes, over the prairies and the deep trees, the mountains and the rivers. Meanwhile, the wild geese, high in the clean blue air, are heading home again. Whoever you are, no matter how lonely, the world offers itself to your imagination, calls to you like the wild geese, harsh and exciting, over and over, announcing your place in the family of things. I do not know why that poem is important to my next guests, but they are about to tell me. Actor Robin Malcolm and screenwriter Diane Taylor have contributed themselves to create a series called After the Party. It's a six-part drama series. It's set in Wellington. It premieres on TVNZ at the end of the month. Uh, the main character, played by Robin Malcolm, is a woman in her 50s who believes her husband guilty of a sex crime, her ex-husband, but nobody believes her. Robin Malcolm and Diane Taylor join me now. Kia ora. Kia ora. Now, when did you two first come up with it? First of all, tell me why that poem matters to you. Go, oh. Di. Well, Robin introduced me to it. It's a very well-known poem, but I I wasn't familiar with it. And very early in the process, we didn't have a character. We didn't have a story. Um, we kind of had a feeling about what we wanted to write about. What was the feeling? Um, angry middle-aged woman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that feeling. That feeling, yeah. Ah. And um, when, when Robin, um, she said, oh, you've got to read Wild Geese. And um, she read it to me as beautifully as you just read it, Kim. Oh, I'm sure she read it far more beautifully. <laughs> and it just resonated for both of us. Um, the sense of reaching a point in your life where you go, yeah, stuff happens. And maybe you can carry it with you um, and you can blame yourself for things. But really, do we have to walk through the desert repenting or do we just say, this is life, you know? And the line, you know, you have to let the soft animal of your body love what it loves. I'm not quite sure what it means, but to me it says you can be vulnerable. You can allow yourself to be vulnerable. What does it mean to you, Robin? Um, I think it means that, but I, I, it also means that 
in the, you know, you do not have to be good. You do not have to repent. But also within that, there's a there's a relationship between the angry middle-aged woman or the angry any kind of human being and vulnerability. And the two work really beautifully together and they can't exist on their own really. And so the minute you excavate into anger and repentance and 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 fury, you've also got to excavate vulnerability. And and that poem to me sits in, in that place. It also that last line, you know, calling to your place in the family of things, one of the things that we really wanted to try and achieve with After the Party, which is why the you know, there's that kind of environmental planktony thing running all the way through it, is the sense of the family of things. Is that, is that in the middle of all this um, personal emotional chaos of these human beings there's a world that's going on around them that's a, the natural world that keeps coming in and out of their world and and we're all part of the same thing so even though that's not necessarily a plot thing it was very definitely a kind of a a mood a, thing a mood thing yeah. yeah yeah i just i want to just cut to the chase here mm-hmm. diane you made a movie called Beyond the Known World in 2017. Mm. Um, people who saw it will know it was about a divorced couple looking for their missing daughter in India. Uh, Robin could have got the part yeah. of the mother looking for the daughter, mm. but she was considered to be too old. I believe that's why she didn't get the part. Do you think that's why you didn't get the part, Robin? I don't know. I was never in those rooms, but uh, it was it was weird because the, the they were a middle aged couple, and uh, I um, well, Di can talk about that. But but I was in conversation, and then the director came, um, who came from somewhere else, uh, wouldn't meet me, wouldn't talk to me, was just absolutely not interested. Maybe he just thought I was a shit actor. I don't know, but. But uh, the character had to change and become a lot younger all of a sudden. And, you know, the actress that ended up playing her is an extremely good actress and she she did a beautiful job. But but the character required somebody initially, I believe, Di, of, of my age. And, and I'd been through a few of those um, those processes. And so... It got to the point where we thought, oh, we, we, let's just make something, you know, let, let's keep... And this is the impression I get from you in this series, After the Party. It's you saying, to hell with you, here I am. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is a bit. Well, you know, we, we had... Um, tell me to shut up, Dyke, because I do go on like a pork chop. But, but we had a lot of conversations, too, about what's appropriate for middle-aged women on screen. And this was before Olive Kittredge. This was before the Mayor of Easttown. This was before, you know, we've, we've been in development for a bit. And we, so we were looking at those horrendous films. And they're stunning actresses. But those awful films where Diane Keaton and Meryl Streep are in rom-coms wearing white and laughing a lot to make to make themselves acceptable on screen and they're just horrendous things i don't know why meryl street would have lent herself to that kind of thing i, I don't mean know either. it is weird i understand wearing white <laughs> laughing a lot julie good good teeth yeah <laughs> and lots of kitchen porn yeah it's like it's yeah. like it's, uh, who, who knows a middle-aged woman like that i don't know yeah. 
So, yeah, th- th- that's the territory. So we wanted... We had a lot of conversations about the stuff that seems unacceptable on screen as far as, you know, um, women of our age are. And so we, we started flirting with all of that. Then, of course, you've got to build a story around it. Yeah, I think um, I was personally determined to write something that could not be cast younger. And Robin, who's very brave, we talked early on about when we created this character, that her middle-aged female body would be front and centre. So, you know... Well, front and centre and everywhere else, because you're a nude artist model. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Which is, you know, very bold. Be bold at any age. Well, the the weird thing is is that that came from... um, Years ago when I was at drama school, I think it was Miranda Harcourt who who has done everything in her life, said to me, this is a really good way of earning money. And back in the day, I had a pretty awful negative relationship with my own body. So I decided to be a life drawing model, Um, A, to earn some money, but B, to confront myself with myself. And it was an amazing experience because you're lying there um, terrified, but you're listening to people talk about the shape and the aesthetic of your body without judgment and not and without kind of sexualizing and not feeling objectified and not feeling objectified, even though you don't have a you know like a scrap of clothing on. So I told Di this story, and you know, and obviously um, it had to go in there because what we're what we're trying to do is present the female form in a different way. You know, my old granny who's sadly not with us anymore, but she was a, an artist and a painter, and she always used to say to me, women are far more attractive with their clothes off. Men are far more attractive with their clothes on, however, but women are beautiful with their clothes off, and it doesn't matter what age they are. So, again, it, it's kind of just putting that middle-aged person front and centre and going, are you going to judge this? Because this is not who she is. Eleanor Aiken, this incredible British actress said years ago, I don't know why actors are so terrified of being naked on screen because we're in the business of bearing the soul and that's far scarier. And I love that. I love it for that, you know. I don't know. I don't know why. I suppose it's just society's mores that's put on us that we need to keep our bodies covered. Mm, Of course. Of course, and, you know, and religion. I'm just trying to work it out. I don't know why. I know, it's interesting, isn't it? I think it's because, uh, well, I blame, I actually blame religion a lot for for all of that. And, you know, I've got a five-hour speech about the patriarchy, which I'm (laughs) going (laughs) to... Save us! Save us! I'm going to save you! (laughs) Well, I, I don't know how you worked together. Did you, how did you write it together? Um, so what we did was for a very long time, months, we just sat and talked. We didn't have a character. We didn't have You would have got the five-hour speech about the patriarchy. <laughs> <laughs> Extended over time, probably, yeah. Um, but, you know, no, it was very, um, it was quite random. Sometimes it just felt like, oh, are we just wasting our time here having a good old natter about everything that's happened in our lives? But what we did... <laughs> was we did sort of mine, you know, we, we mined our lives 
for the raw material, and some of it was pretty raw. And we would periodically look at each other and go, shit, can we use that? You know? <laughs> and, um, and, you there know, was, you, don't, you was, don't... I have to say, I, the, you had the premiere of it the other night, and you played the first two episodes. Mm. And every so often there was a gasp of recognition that went around the theatre. Yeah. Some of it from me, because there were at least two parts in there where I thought, oh, my God, yeah. somebody else did that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's quite funny things. Like, Rob's, I remember Rob saying, oh, you know, sometimes I just can't be bothered cooking. I just grab a block of cheese out of the fridge and a bottle of wine, and that's it for the night. And as people have noted, there's quite a lot of cheese in this, <laughs> in this film. Um, so, yeah, but, you know, I mean, we shared stuff. We just sat, and in some ways it was like, I don't know, Rob, therapy sometimes yeah. I think we shared a lot you know that we probably hadn't shared um, and, I, and and we really didn't know each other at the start of this process we oh said, did you not? not? no 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 we didn't and um, it's a hell of a way to get to, to know someone um, but we were determined to not rush the develop, that early development process and I think that has really paid off for us Um because it's and, been marinating for a long yeah, time. Yeah, it marinated for a long time. And your first instincts aren't always, you know, your best. It's, it's, I feel that we've ended up with something that is fairly layered, that is fairly complex, and you get to that with time. And we allowed ourselves the privilege of that time before we took it out to producers. And I think it's really important. You need to mm. know your character at such a deep level because you're going to have to defend and stand up for that character because a lot of people are going to tell you that, you know, no, your character should be this or they should be doing that. And you have to listen for that because sometimes there can be very good ideas and there's been times, you know, people made suggestions that have been terrific ones. We've picked them up. But as Rob told me, the most powerful word in the English language is no. And there were times when we just had to go, no, Penny wouldn't do that. Mm. And I think it was that early work. Penny is the character Perry, that Robin Penny plays. Penny is our, our lead character. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, credit, too, to Peter Mullen, the grizzled yet charming Scottish actor <laughs> who plays your husband, who may or may not be a predatory paedophile. Yes, yes, yeah. He's, he's the guy under the gun so to speak but but it's a dance between those two characters you know we're incredibly lucky that Peter came over to do this with us because he's an extraordinary actor and he and I've been really close friends since top of the lake days so to actually get him to come and be here with us was a, a really amazing because that character is uh, incredibly complex and and you as with his character and my character, we wanted the audience to have a psychological dance between the two of them because either she's wrong, her accusation is wrong, and she's absolutely destroyed a man's life, or she's right and she's been gaslit her whole life. Well, and, that's right. And we don't, um, when when we're not giving the audience, we're not spoon feeding them, we're letting them sit in that dilemma too, you know. Uh, just, just going back to you know what Di was saying earlier about the the writing, I always remember you know the late great Caterina De Nave, who was the commissioning editor for drama at TV Three, who then went to Australia. 
um, she always used to say the one one problem with screenwriting in New Zealand is that writers are not given time and and that's and the only way writers can take time in New Zealand is if they choose to work unpaid. And, you know, Di and I are old farts who've earned money, so we were able to take some time. You know, Di was earning money other ways. I was earning money as an actor. So we were we were able to... But, you, uh, I've never... You're all over the show at the moment. I know, I'm sick of the side of myself, oh, to be honest. Oh, good Lord. Good Lord, I know. Well, no, somebody says you are the best actor we've ever produced in New Zealand. So oh. you just keep on going. I, I say that. <laughs> Oh, is I'd that also, you? Okay. Uh, I mean, Robin is one of our great actors. I have to say, she, her story sensibility is also fantastic. Well, you've done good. Um, and it's uh, and Wellington is another star of the show, of course, as well, because you shot it here. Isn't it? Robin biking around in the Wellington winds. Excellent to talk to you. Thank you so much for your time. Thanks, Kim. Look Thank forward you. to seeing the rest of... After the party.